Welcome to Deep Roots, Island Waves, stories about life's lessons from Indigenous voices, a collaboration of Clahoose First Nation and Cortez Community Radio. In this edition, producer Jacqueline Mathieu explores a family's journey to reclaim their culture and honor their ancestors. It's about a 30-minute ride on a motorboat from Lund, B.C., the tip of the Sunshine Coast, to Scroll Cove on Cortez Island. As long as I can remember, we traveled that route to get back home, home to my mom's community of Clahoose. As children, we would pile up in a little speedboat of my mom's friend, Andy, who would take us to Scroll Cove for a fee of 25 bucks and a six-pack of Pilsner. Andy would untie his boat from the dock, and we'd slowly pile out to Lund, Passing the corner of Sevilla Island, we were off. Riding the ocean as a highway was our connection to home. My mom would bring us home to Galhoos when she could. My earliest memory of spending time in the Clouse village is when she took me and my five-year-old brother Laurier home to visit her family. I always felt like it was very important for my mom to visit elders. I remember visiting our Auntie Lily and her brother-in-law, Uncle Tommy. I remember him being very thin, old man with an age spot on his cheek. And he spent most of his time on a bed facing the ocean in his favorite spot. Uncle Tommy had a painting of a swan on his wall. It was white and black and red. It took up the whole wall. My Auntie Rose lives in that house now, and that painting is still there. So Laurier was only five years old. I was looking after my Uncle Tommy when he um, was very sick before he passed away, and he, at that time, was talking like he was not going to live much longer and that he was given the name Swan and that he wanted Laurier to have that name. I remember when I was a little younger, I always felt like it was kind of like that, I don't know if it's Johnny Cash's song, about Sue. Some gal would giggle and I'd get red and some guy'd laugh and I'd bust his head. I'll tell you, life ain't easy for a boy named Sue. After knowing a little bit more about it and stuff, I definitely feel more honored to have the name and finding out more about Tommy and what it means to be like a swan. It's, uh, it's a very meaningful name. The first thing I can remember in honoring the name Hauken is uh, doing the coming of age spiritual dip. I'd never heard of the becoming of age. I was told by an elder what to do, that it was very important to do it. And she didn't even say whether that it had to be a male to do it or if I could do it. I never thought anything of it. All I thought of that it had to get done. And if it had to be done by me, well, just so be it. It was very important to make sure that I do that um, that swim for him when he became of age, when he turned 13. So I always um, kept that in the back of my mind, and I always had to. Um, I would always remember that. I, that was something I had to do. I didn't. Uh, grew up with any traditions or anything because of uh, being taken away um, to residential school. 
um, we kind of lost all that on our native ways. And I think that's why I took it to heart. It's like I wanted to take that back. Leaving Squirrel Cove, heading up Humphrey Channel, past Toba Inlet and through Waddington Channel, you are surrounded by mountains that reach the sky. Rock faces drop down right into the ocean. The tides are unforgiving, and there are very few places you can bring your boats to shore. Forbes Bay is a peaceful contrast to all that, with a shimmering turquoise river on the right, and a nice flat beach where you can bring your boat right to shore on the left. Here, the fresh water from the river mixes with the ocean water, creating an exquisite color. So bright and turquoise, it looks almost tropical. But the temperature is nothing like tropical water. Years ago, it was a sacred place for um, the Kluhu's First Nations. You feel it. It's, um, it's very calming uh, in your body. We were just getting into the bay just at the break of day. The sun was just coming out, so that was a very wonderful experience. And I went outside onto the deck and talked to my ancestors and, and let them know that I was back home and um, that I could feel their, um, their presence there. Water, um, it's very powerful and it comes from the mountains and it's pure, it's cold, ice cold from the glaciers. Uh, my mom told me that years ago um, when I would be hurting, if something was really bothering me, to go down to the beach and ask for strength to help me go through whatever was bothering me and to let it go with the tide, with the wave, because that same wave was never to return again. And that's why I went into the river with Laurier so that we both can cleanse uh, together. And if I had any if I was able to give him any of my powers to be strong and that he could take it from me. At this point in the story, I'm choosing not to get into a lot of detail because the ceremony is private. There are certain aspects of our culture that aren't for public knowledge. These types of life events are personal experiences with specific pieces of tradition and knowledge that need to be carried out in the right way. If you're missing any basics of respect behind these traditions, you could really harm somebody or harm yourself. You're listening to Deep Roots Island Waves. Stories about life's lessons from Indigenous voices. This episode brought to you in part by Literacy Now, Cortez Community Forest Co-op, Study Build, and private donors. It teaches, teaches you uh, discipline. And, uh, and like to persevere I think too like just because it's really cold and you know once you, you dip in there it's it's going to be cold and 
and uh, if you do it anyways, you kind of it's definitely a lot of per perseverance and discipline. I think it's so important to carry that tradition, and as and as well as um, young women that get turning of age. Um, these uh, ceremonies, I think it's one of the most important ones that we really should carry on as Clahoos members. It really does help, and I really believe in in the uh, outcome of it all. Just from um, watching my son grow from that day on forward, um, that it really did it really did help him in a lot of ways. When you're at that age, it's really easy to go either one direction or the other, and uh, as in like good ways and uh, like a good path and a bad path. And um, when you take when you do do your coming of age ceremony, you're often told that. After you become of age, the elders are watching you and how you how you behave and what you're up to and and uh, I know it gives you kind of a a really good reason to take the right path and and to do things that that older good role models will tell you are good things to do and to stay away from things that are bad and, and uh, it kind of that the purpose of the the ceremony is like really spiritual and uh, you know that with things like that uh, you can't really hide actions so you kind of feel more more accountable for what you do and don't do even when there's nobody watching feel like being the skipper for our canoe is it's a good way to honor the name but as far as like I don't know spiritual stuff I don't uh, I do do dips quite often whenever I'm feeling down or whatever it's something that's been done for so long and uh, I think it's really important for kids to to know that what their actions are reflect who they are. The coming of age a dip is like a real mark for when that starts to happen. And uh, I think that it's a really strong reminder to young kids. And I want to have my daughters experience that too. Thanks to producer Jacqueline Mathieu for this edition of Deep Roots, Island Waves. Senior producers are Morgan Tams and Greg Asoba. Series coordinator is Odette Auger. And Clahouse coordinator is Jacqueline Mathieu. Cortez Community Radio is grateful to the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the Cortez Island Museum and Archive Society, Canada 150, and the Clahouse First Nation for their support. Find more at cortezradio.ca.